Welcome to A Lighter Life, Life with Less Baggage. Hi, I'm your hostess, Julianne, and I hope you're having a great day. This is episode 14 called Ditch the Resolutions. So I hope everybody's had a great holiday. If you're listening to this in real time, Christmas is over and we're heading into New Year's. And I want to really address resolutions because that's probably what's on everyone's mind. However, if you're listening to this at a different time of the year, you can still do this. Anytime is a good time to press the reset button and kind of refocus and set some priorities for your life. So our topic is ditch the resolutions. And you might be wondering, well, what does that mean? Does it mean we shouldn't make resolutions? And that's not what I'm saying. I'm not, so to speak, I'm not saying to not set some priorities and some goals for the year. But what I'm saying is the way that most of us do it, the, that traditional resolution setting method it really doesn't work. It kind of sets you up to fail. So let's go over how you've probably done resolutions in the past and how you can think about approaching your year this year so that it's a better year for you and that by the time you listen to this episode again next year, you'll be in a much different place and you'll be really happy with the results. So resolutions, they pretty much set you up to fail. And I'm big into goal setting. I love getting things done. I love to have track my progress. And we've talked about that a lot. And journaling, again, is a really good tool to use for tracking your progress. But resolutions, as most people set them, are just a, an equation for failure. Why is that? Well, you've all been through probably some kind of productivity class along the way, right? And they talk about setting SMART goals. So if you don't know what a SMART goal, it's an acronym. It stands for uh, Specific, Measurable, actionable, realistic, and time-based. So a SMART goal would be something like lose 10 pounds in three months by going to the gym two times a week for 30 minutes each time. That's a SMART goal, right? It's very specific. You know exactly what you're supposed to do, how often you're going to do it, how long you're going to do it, you know, the, the time frame that you're going to do it in. It's all very, very nice, right? Here's the problem with SMART goals. You do great in January, right? You go to the gym, you do your two workouts a week for 30 minutes, whatever it is you're gonna do. And then you miss a day. Life happens, right? Life is always gonna happen. There's a snowstorm and you don't go to the gym that day. Or you're sick and you don't go to the gym for a couple of days. Or you had to work late. So right, you miss stuff. Life happens. You know, on my schedule, I'm gonna be helping my mom taking her to surgery, so it's gonna throw off a whole day for me. So things I had planned are gonna to have to go on the back burner while I help my mom. That is life, that's priorities, right? But what happens, you've got this SMART goal, right? You know exactly what you're supposed to do and when you're supposed to do it. And something happens and you don't get to do it. And now you feel like, ah, oh, I've lost it. And so by February or March, that SMART goal has set you up to fail because you couldn't meet the requirements that you set up for yourself. You couldn't hit those goals at two times a week, 30 minutes each time, whatever it is, you couldn't do it. And so now it's like a win-lose, right? Or a pass-fail. Either you do it or you don't. And if you don't do it, you're a failure. So you set these goals and you've set them in all areas of your life and they're all very specific and they all look great on paper. And then you fail because you can't follow that formula. It's so specific when so time-bound that you can't do it. This is a whole year we're talking about. We're not talking about a weekend. Sure, you could set a very you know, specific goal to get through the weekend, but we're talking 12 months of life happening and you're gonna have this goal that you're gonna set yourself up to fail within the first month. And so the whole rest of the year is just scrapped, right? Maybe at some point you hit the reset button and you set another goal 
but you do the same thing. You can't win with these kind of goals. SMART goals are great for certain things, but really for your resolutions, a SMART goal is just a setup for failure. You know you're gonna, you know it, right? Look back at your history. How many times have you set these great goals on New Year's and you know that they fall apart and you say, this year I'll be different and it's not. And so then you feel worse, right? This whole podcast is about baggage, right? Resolutions are a huge piece of baggage we start every year off with. We put it on, we feel like it's not baggage, and then it becomes baggage. It becomes guilty, it becomes feeling depressed, feeling like a loser, feeling bad about yourself. All that because you set a resolution in the wrong way. So let's ditch the SMART goal, right? Ditch the traditional resolution that's very specific. You know, you're going to eat healthy. You're going to you know, lose weight. You're going to take a class. All of these things that you feel are a goal might still be achievable, but I want you to think about it in a whole different way. So what I want you to do this year, instead of a SMART goal, is set an intention. And people will tell you that what I'm going to explain to you is probably not the best way to do it. And I think that they're wrong and they're the ones probably out there setting resolutions. So here's what I want you to do. Set a direction. Where do you want to go? Do you want to be healthy? Great. Instead of saying, I'm going to be healthy by drinking green smoothies every day for the entire year which you know you're not going to do, and you know you're going to fail. Instead, back it up and say, be healthy. That's what I want to do. I want to have a, a year where I feel healthier on December 31st than I do today. That's a direction. And then leave it wide open. You have a year. You're going to have all kinds of different ways of being healthy. Why limit it to going to the gym or drinking green smoothies? Why not say in January, this week, I'm going to try green smoothies and see if I like them. And that's healthy. Every day you can get up and make a different choice. What do I want to do to be healthier today? What will move me in the direction of being healthier? Because it's an intention that's wide open, there are so many different ways to interpret it. And there's absolutely no way you can fail. Because as long as you do one thing that moves you in the direction of being healthier, and the next day you do one thing again, you're going to be moving in that direction. At the end of the year, you're going to be in a better place and it's without having set all these strict parameters of how you're going to be healthy because your moods will change. The seasons change. Your busyness or your slowness changes the time available to you. Your interests change. Why not set resolutions that are directional that allow you to have all the flexibility you want? Now you might say, okay, well, if I have too much flexibility, I'm not going to get anything done. Well, that's where you want to have a journal or a tracker of some sort. I love to use graph paper as my tracker, and I also love to use journaling. So take out your planner. If you love that, take out your planner and just say, okay, what am I going to track this week? What am I going to try to do that's healthier? And you might just track, you know, like if you have graph paper, you know, circle in or uh, shade in a square for every day that you do something healthy. And healthy can be anything. It could be saying, okay, I'm not going to have soda at lunch today. There's a check in your box, right? And when I come home, instead of flopping on the couch, I'm going to hop on the treadmill for 10 minutes just to feel good. Every day you make these little choices in that direction and you let that direction be anything. And as long as you're tracking it, you're going to see the progress and you're going to start to feel like you're moving in the right direction. And that's all we want is we want direction. We want you to move in that direction. So if you had a, a new class you want to take, you want to learn a skill, you want to learn a language, let's pick that. So you want to learn a foreign language. Instead of saying, I'm going to practice you know, with a, that Rosetta Stone or whatever, and I'm going to do each one, and I'm going to go through it. Don't do that. Don't set up a tight schedule. Just say, I'm going to practice. 
and maybe for the month of January, I'm going to pick a theme and I'm going to learn words in that theme. And then maybe in February, I'm going to try going to a restaurant that has, you know, that type of cuisine, but their menu maybe has um, written in English and say Italian, whatever it is, you could change every month. You could go at a different angle that's still moving you in that direction. So that eventually maybe you do get to go on a trip to Italy and you get to speak Italian. Not saying you're going to be fluent, right? But you're going to move in that direction without setting these strict parameters, by letting yourself have fun with this, by letting yourself change what it means to move in that direction. You open yourself up to a year of success. You really can't fail with this as long as you do something. Now, if you do nothing, right? If you decide to sit on the couch and never do any exercise or never turn on your your CDs or whatever it is with your language instruction, then of course you're not going to do anything to move you in that direction. And in that case, you are going to be upset when the year ends, but you don't have to lock yourself into those tight, smart goals, right? So what I want you to do this year is set some intentions. What directions do you want to move in? What are some things that would make your life more fun, more enjoyable, and then don't add the baggage of tight restrictions on it. Let yourself really be open and then make sure, this is key, you have to track it somehow. And you can be tracking all kinds of different things. So if being healthy, one month you say, okay, for 30 days, being healthy to me means I'm gonna focus on water. So I'm just gonna track how much more water and see if I'm generally drinking more water at the end of the month than I drank at the beginning of the month. And then the month after that, I'm gonna change entirely. And I'm gonna say water is what it is if I either establish the habit or not, but I'm moving on and I'm gonna start doing more fruit. I'm gonna make sure I have an apple. And maybe after week two, you're deciding, eh, I don't really like apples, I'm gonna to switch to pears. Well, you know, it doesn't matter as long as you're moving in the direction. And that's what I love about setting intentions. They're fluid, they're open, and you can have much more fun and you don't fail. It doesn't, you know, you start drinking the water and you say, you know what, this just doesn't feel healthy to me anymore. I don't feel like I'm moving in that direction. Then you change your, your, your tactic, you change your strategy so that you can keep moving in that direction. If going to the gym gets boring, that's fine. If summer comes, get outside, go for walks. It doesn't matter as long as you keep moving in that direction. So I know a lot of people will say that this is just a little too loose. You know, you're not going to get anything done. You need to be stricter with yourself, but you've tried that, right? It didn't work. You wouldn't be listening to this. You wouldn't have a ton of baggage, right? If your way you'd set resolutions in the past didn't work and you have nothing to lose, try this. And if you're, you're really bent on doing things the way you've always done it and writing that SMART goal, then write the SMART goal for January and then in February, try going with the intention. Try loosening it up. Try allowing all kinds of different variations. You know, I love the be healthy because it could be so many different things. And at the end of the year, you may find five or six things that really, really stuck with you. You try different things. Like I'm going to try um, doing more smoothies but really mixing it up because I don't really put veggies in my smoothies. So I'm going to look at putting more kale in and more spinach and I'm going to experiment. But for me, being healthy will be experimenting with smoothies in January, but February is going to be something totally different. But maybe the green smoothies will stick with me and maybe that'll become a habit and maybe it won't, but I won't have failed. I'll have tried something and I'll have moved in that direction and then I try something else and keep moving in that direction. And the things I want you to consider as you're doing this and the, the choices you make, the things you're going to track, look for things that really kind of stretch you a little bit. Don't do what you've always done. So if your idea of we're going to stick with health because it's an easy one, a lot of people do it this time of year. If your goal is to be healthy 
and in the past you've always popped the same couple of DVDs into your uh, player and done the same workouts, maybe you've done the Jillian Michaels workout, I don't know, whatever it is, don't do the same things. Look for things that really stretch you a little bit. Go take an insanity class or, you know, that's a workout if you don't know anything about it by a beach body. Um, or go take a spinning class. Try something different outside of your comfort zone and push yourself. And then what I want you to do, this is something I'm working on personally, is after it's done, like you go to something and you feel like, oh, this is outside my comfort zone, whatever. You're a little scared, you're a little nervous going into it. And then when you're done, check in with how you feel. And this, again, is where the journal is so important. Do you feel like a rush when it's over and you're like, wow, I did that. That is so cool. Track that. Put that in your journal. Make sure you remember that. And then when you, you have to go to the class again or you know, pop in the DVD again and you feel like, oh, I'd rather not do that, remind yourself. Go back and reread that entry, like that rush, that, that feeling you had when it was done, like, yeah, I did it. And go and do it. And that's what I'm doing is I'm going, what are those workouts that really make me feel the best when it's over? And those are the ones I'm doing. So I'm going back and doing insanity again. Um, my variation of it, but it was one of those workouts that every day when I was done, I was like, I was wiped out, but it felt so good to do it. And so those are kind of like the workouts I would call a 10. Like of all the workouts I've done, those are the ones that pushed me the hardest. And then I saw the results. So for me, that's a 10. And I'm going to keep doing that, even though I dread them. You know, when you sit there and go, oh, I don't want to hit play. I just don't even want to do it. You got to remember that rush, that great, really great feeling at the end and go for that. So as you're picking different things that move you in the direction, look for things that stretch you and then capture what it feels like when it's done and see if that can motivate you to keep doing things that are outside your comfort zone. Because if you do the same old, same old, you're going to get the same old, same old in December, right? Push yourself, have some fun with this. You know, resolutions like this that are wide open allow you to experiment. You know, I'm going to try uh, cross-country skiing once we ever get some snow. We don't have any snow. But I've heard it's a great workout and I'm, I'm worried about looking like a total idiot. You know, my daughter and my husband have both gone. I've never gone. So I'm sure I'm going to fall a lot and feel stupid. But I want to go and I want to capture it. And if I really enjoy it, then I'm going to make sure I journal that so that I do it again. And then I have maybe that's something that'll become a go-to, you know, exercise for me in the future. Again, need some snow on that one, but hopefully we'll get there. Other things I want to do is I want to learn to play piano. I purchased a class on Udemy and never ever took the class. And I had this little keyboard that we found in the attic so I could practice. I have no reason not to do it. I just feel stupid starting out. So I'm going to start out and I'm going to journal, how did it feel to do that first class? And nobody needs to hear me. But it's part of my, my resolution to move in a direction of having more fun, being more experimental this year. And so that's for me is one month might be playing the piano. And maybe it'll stick and maybe it won't, but I'll have done it. And that means it's a success already. I couldn't fail as long as I start. And my theme for this year, I don't know if you're one of those people that likes to pick a theme. My theme is dare to begin. So it's dare to try those different things and see how they work out for me. And if I don't like them, that's okay. The success is in trying. So same for you. The success is moving in that direction, whatever that might be, and being able to change your strategies as long as you keep moving in that direction. So tracking is important and journaling is important. Capture what's working for you. Capture why it's working for you. Use that as a tool to get you to try other new things. And then track. Track that you're moving in the direction. Because if you don't track it, you won't know that what you're doing really is getting you there. You might feel like drinking that water for the first month is not 
really making you healthier until you look back and you see that maybe you started with one glass a day, but by the end of the month, you were drinking five glasses a day. And that was your goal, maybe. And so you start to see, oh, I did make progress. I wasn't even really aware of it. And then as your months start to build up, in January, you're going to be like, okay, this is great to start. But in February, when you look back and see all those shaded boxes, all the different things you've tried and the things that you kept moving in that direction, you'll start to see it add up and you'll start to feel excited. And that momentum will push you forward. Instead of seeing where you failed, you're going to see how easy it is to succeed with this strategy because you're just doing something that moves you in the direction, anything that excites you that moves you in that direction. So I hope this is inspirational to you. I hope you change your, your way of making resolutions. Forget the SMART goals. They're great for the academics, but they're not what you need here. For a resolution, I want you to think about the intentions, the directions you want to move in. And maybe you want to pick you know, one for your body, one for your mind, one for your spirit. Maybe you want to pick one for relationships, one for career, one for personal. Whatever it is, you, know, you can have multiple ones, but it won't feel overwhelming because you're not picking this strict regimen of how you're going to do it. So maybe for the family thing, if you want to have better family time, it might be something you're doing once or twice a week, you know, to plan a weekend events or to plan a game night. And maybe for January you do game nights, but then for February you look at the holidays and you decide, okay, we're going to have a fun Valentine's event and then we're going to have a fun, you know, President's Day event. I don't know. Pick up different things, but you can change it up so every month is a little bit different, but again, you keep moving where you want to go. So I hope you will leave me some comments. Let me know what you're doing, what you're, how you're going to set your intentions for this year, what direction you want to move in, and then how you're going to track it. And then all the different strategies you can try. Make a list, brainstorm all the different ways that you could move in that direction. Because the more ideas you come up with, the more exciting it is to try them. Come up with 12 different ideas, that's a whole year's worth of strategies. So if you wanted 12 different ways to be healthy, anybody could come up with that list, right? You could try one a month and just focus on one thing for the month and let those stick that stick and let the other ones fall away. But at the end of the year, you'll try 12 different things and you'll find something that works for you. And same thing with relationships. You want to have you know, different family time and different, you know, better relationship with your spouse, your kids. Try 12 different things. I mean, it's fun. It's a game. Resolutions don't have to be drudgery. Really enjoy this. Get creative. Have some fun. Do not make resolutions baggage, right? This is supposed to make your life better. You want to be better in December of next year than you are this year. So I wish you the best. Have an awesome new year. Don't celebrate too much if you're actually listening to this in the real time. And if you're listening to this in the middle of the summer, hit the reset button. Never too late to change and start moving in a direction that you want to move in. So happy holidays. I'm thankful for all of you who are listening. And we'll talk to you in the brand new year.